My name is Sam Ross. This is the brother at the bar on Instagram. This is for the guy with the hoodie and the Air Force Ones. So I'm like, yo, this is like some cool shit. Guess what? That's when the conversation started to happen. This is Pastor Drink Podcast. The sound you hear is Pastor Drink Podcast. That's a virtue cider getting poured up right now. This is brother at the bar, Pastor Drink Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify. We're in the building. We works 220 North Green Street. That's where you can catch us today. My special guest, my special lady, Shy Town Cider Girl, Skills DeVoe on Facebook. Kia hitting on Facebook. Kia hitting on Facebook. Come up to the mic and don't be scared, baby. Uh, we are here with a uh, very special uh, podcast. This should have went down around Valentine's Day, but it really should have. But we're here together right now. Uh, this would be our first official podcast together. We got things in the works, things in the making. But hey, past the drink podcast, we hit a drink, we hit a talk shit. And um, since I got my lady here today, I am wearing my We Out Harriet Tubman t-shirt. I got her and fucking Rise in the room together. We about to be woke as fuck. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> um, thank um, you for inviting me. Um, I really thought we were going to do this on February, but things got hectic. And um, let's um, let's talk because we got a lot to talk about today, comics and more. Um, I'm bringing more of my personality out into the show. Um, hey, first of all, shouts out to Open Outcry. Shouts out to Rock Island Public House. Shout out to Haymarket. Shout out to all um, um, to my future breweries that we're gonna be talking to. Shout out to Turner House, the brothers down there in Bronzeville. Um, I started with a Lulu. Um, good luck, and man, we're going to go down there and support you guys. I, got, I heard you got that barrel-aged scotch out. Um, Mickey, Black and Brew Chicago, thanks for being a huge part of what's going on on our show and being a big part of Turner House, Turner House Brewery as well. Shouting those guys out. And to my little my little funky dudes that came over to the house, yes. Funky Town Brewery. Hey, funky Town Brewery. Them little dudes, man. Shout out. I saw y'all on Air Max Day with the Flex. I saw y'all on Air Max. Oh, yeah, Ma they would fly on Air Max Day. I saw the pictures. Man. But, hey, got my lady out. And um, since we shouted out everybody that we cool with, what we like to do to stay cool, we met as geeks, as blurts, as black nerds. We really get into this shit. Like, we're the guys and girl that um, goes to C2E2 that... Um, couldn't make it to WakandaCon this year, but we're, we we shout out to WakandaCon. Yeah, like we were part of that original C two E two group that yeah. that um, when Black Panther first came out, and it was like ninety. Um, no, it wasn't that many of us, but it was like a huge group of uh, Wakandan cosplayers. I think that first year when Black Panther hit, um, we had quite a few um, cosplayers that came out that year. Maybe like it was like thirty the first year, mm -hmm. and it was like a big group. So it was like it was like a special bond because everybody was really excited to see each other dressed up as 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 Wakandians. So it was it was a really good vibe. It was just love, man. And like we're gonna get back into that. We've seen some um, some virtual cosplay stuff online. There's been some virtual cosplay parties going on, but it's man, we get vaccinated up, we can be back in showing black superhero love um speaking of which this weekend 
the Snyder Cut uh, got watched at our household. Um, it came out last weekend, but we like. Yeah, we finally got to it. <laughs> Man, four hour movie. I think that. Um, we went into it thinking, man, it's going to be fucking four hours. And it was like the time went so fast. The movie was so good. I kind of, I honestly think that I'm, I was a, a tad bit disappointed with us paying to see Justice League in the film. I don't know. It, w- it wasn't even a, a full story. And then you come to see Zack Snyder's story. You come to see the full story that Zack Snyder told. And I was highly disappointed because it's like, are now I want to go back and watch Batman versus Superman and see the uncut story, what Warner Brothers took out. Because it's like, this this justice for Victor, first of all. Justice for Cyborg. His whole storyline came up, like, for real. And, he- and let me stop and say hello to everybody on the live stream. Um, Kia Hinton is in my live stream right now. We're recording live, so say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. This okay. is a podcast. I understand. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Um, I love the fact that you had, especially when it came to the story with with Cyborg and his father, how um, we always see the angry father, the angry black father, the angry neglectful black and father. And I think we identify that with John Morton's character anyway, because mm-hmm. he was like this trash ass, miss, can't trust black dad and uh scandal so we uh we associate oh, that yeah. with with him the last he was time a cold father and, and like he played like a shady like he plays shady like that's what he plays like shady uh uh scientifical motherfuckers so like the first movie believing he was like this jerk ass dad cold ass dad um we know a little bit about this throughout his dc um origin but like they just left it there. Like, this is what I feel about DC people versus Marvel people. I think DC, you just grew up a DC. Everyone's first superhero, I believe, is a DC person because the copyright stuff is everywhere. Uh, Superman stuff is everywhere. Uh, Batman shit is everywhere. It's like on anything. So I think you grow up a Batman or Superman fan, and then once you become an adolescent or get some form of personality, you become a Marvel fan because there's so many characters in which you can pick your personality in. Mm-hmm. So, I so it so going back into that, I think it's like you become a Marvel fan, and then certain people just don't go back into being DC fans. So, super DC fans know that uh, Doctor Fox's character. But the average guy, I said all that to say, the average person doesn't know Dr. Fox's character. Dr. Fox's character. And the first movie left him as yet another stereotypical cool. asshole black dad yes. not showing his black yes. son love. And this movie, it totally for me, it, you got to see a misrepresented black father. Mm-hmm. You know, got to see a black father. Uh, a black child not knowing how to handle coming to terms with his father's legacy, with um, things, his father's point of view, you know, his father's work currently. And that, and that was a beautiful thing because, like, yo, not every, not every black father-son relationship is all fucked up. It's, it's all toxic. Yeah, there are layers to our shit, you know what I'm saying? And they weren't even going through poverty, you no. know? 
So they had layers of layers to their black um, experiences, father and son. And I think they cleaned it up. They made it look real. It was reality as you know, and just how the movie ended, they got rid of that lame, lame as Lois Lane bullshit, <laughs> man. I think a lot of it, it just seems like they took the worst parts of the movie and put it together for us. And that's why I was kind of perturbed because it was like they took all of the bad parts of each because it's like five sec- sections or was no, it's like six. No, it's like seven or eight in the epilogue, right? And the epilogue as well. But they he they took like all of the the good parts of the movie and like totally cut those out. The only thing that I would agree with that needed to be changed out of the whole movie was the soundtrack. The soundtrack was totally like some of the parts of the movie where it was the strongest and you had really, really beautiful, powerful scenes, but the soundtrack didn't match. Like um, there was a scene with uh, Aquaman and he's like coming to grips with being um, a, a land walker and a sea walker. Like he's, you know, the people in the bar are kind of afraid of him because he just saved this like really this guy who was drowning in a boat and then he's walking on the pier and they have this really 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 soft song about being a king and it's like as hard as this scene is with the water and Jason Momoa and all of the sweat all over him in the water and he's and swinging drinking. his hair like a little, little right shit the sexiness shit. that's going on and you give me this really really soft lullaby and I'm like no no please <laughs> This could that could have been left out. Um, there's other scenes that could have been like um, the music could have been a little bit harder. Like the flash scenes, to me, <laughs> I feel like those could have been a lot harder with the music. Even the end credit songs, you give me glory hallelujah, and it's like where is the Kendrick Lamar? Where is like I'm looking for something that you have to bring it home with the soundtrack. Man, like I don't. Look, man, like it's a it's a superhero movie. This is past the drink podcast. You black as fuck with a motherfucking afro. <laughs> I'm black as fuck with big ass lips. But like, we don't have to white whitewash. I mean, I mean, um, diversify the fuck out of these superhero no, movies. I'm sure you know, just like how Marvel went on that fucking campaign, making right. everybody black, making everybody gay, making everybody Muslim and shit. And it was great, but it was like, no, I want my fucking Aquaman white. You know what I'm saying? But what is the ultimate? Because they cut out (laughs) all of the good black characters in this movie. Like, we lost out on um, Martian. Uh, Marv. Marvin, uh, what is it? The, uh, Martian, the Manhunter. We lost out on his character coming in, his his thing. Even like some of um, who Look, as all these actors and actresses that we know personally and we follow their stories and we can tell you who their dog is and shit like that. Bro that plays Cyborg should have blew the fuck up. He acted and his, his ass off, off in, in this movie. movie. He, he really did. Okay, he was the angry, fucked up black dude that didn't know how to play with his emo- come to the terms with his emotions in movie. One. Well, he was dealing and with then, grief. And then this term, he's dealing with grief a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Was that an outlier over there? Man, let's pour that up for the show. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry about that. Jason <laughs> Ryder has pulled out an outlier, a double double dry hop IPA that you can pick up exclusively at Fulton and Wood Tap Room, Goose Island. Good people at Goose Island. They got a cool ass brewer over there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Let me ask, what are you drinking today? I am drinking Harold's 83 Honey Ale. Uh, 
we've said so much about it we cannot say any more but it's really good go down to Kimbark liquor 53rd street and high park grab it up go down to uh benny's on 47th street is there and of course haymarket randolph and hosted my good friend mike Gemma and my friend jonathan behind the bar tip him up because he got jordan to buy but we're going back into this dc uh Zack Snyder um, cut of a movie that was so fucking excellent. It was a great excellent. movie to Netflix and chill with. I got my Netflix and chill partner, Shy Town <laughs> Cider Girl, my baby, um, on today. And we're just talking black geek shit. And it's like, yo, we get a bunch of black black folks at the bar drinking beers and like, yo, this, like, yo, this is our take on the movie. And yo, <laughs> you got it right now. It's right. like authentic as fuck. Like, we feel like Hey, the father, the father and son relationship in the movie uh, with Cyborg and his Dr. Dr. uh, Fox or Dr. Stone. I'm sorry. Um, Man, I also want to say that it was layered and y'all did a great job on it the second time. But the first time was trash. So like we we sitting around having beers about it. We didn't really didn't get a chance to really experience who Batman was. In this movie, you kind of get Batman's personality a lot more. We get to see how badass each member was, like how each member and their powers really. Yeah, really... it was it was extra ass whooping time. Right, like, everybody got ass kicking time. We even missed out on some of the like the superhero like lineups that they cut out of the movies that were like iconic. Like there was this one part of the movie where Batman is like running through the city in this like car and it's like all of the, the just- Batmobile was the Batmobile <laughs> but it was like it was in his car uh, like, sorry the, 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 it was the a Batmobile, Batmobile but it was like a uh, armored version of the Batmobile and so he's running through the t- he's running through the air this town trying to get through the barrier and it's like here comes Wonder Woman and Aquaman and Cyborg and they do this like like superhero pose and it was like where is that on a t-shirt like I am so upset with not only just Warner Brother but Disney as well with the cutting of superhero movies because they're trying to appease um, the ADHD crowd, people who can't have long attention spans. And I think we lose out on so much of the movies, um, our, our movies and our stories, us original comic book fans, people who have been watching since childhood, we miss out on on, on it because they're trying to cut it to, so they it doesn't you be know too what? long. Like, give me the four hours. My like, thing is this. Um, it's a Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens, football player, he has a saying, he was like, I love me some me. You got to be in tune with your star fucking player. You know, DC was, you know, they had heard for years, oh, you're doing great with the with the TV shit, but you ain't no way I'm, you can fuck with these Marvel movies. And the Marvel movies just kept getting longer and longer, mm-hmm. but they kept getting better. But we, we got complaining, yo, they're getting long, they're getting long. But we kept going. So when DC came out with this four fucking hour movie, they didn't. They weren't in tune with their star player. They should have put that motherfucker I out. I think it should have been just out like just this. The way it was. And yeah. I'm telling you, we probably this last Avengers movie probably we wouldn't have probably viewed it 
that great right. yeah, compared it, it, to if this fucking Snyder cut came out. The way it the way this movie was set out, um, and especially it would have set up in an entire DC world that would have actually give competition to to the Marvel world. It is just because they drag because they're dragging this fucking Thanos shit out. Like, look, come on, let's go with the multiverse already. Right, we could have had a real like real dark side like. The, the the scenes that Dark Side was in, it was really, really good. And it was like, you okay, Steppenwolf, because I remember when it first came out, everybody was saying how weak Steppenwolf was. Of course, because he was under like three other like bosses. Like you had Dark Side and you had what's what the other heralds, the other heralds, the other part of uh, Dark Side's crew. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a I'm a comic guy. I'm not a DC person. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we're not going to sit here and authentic. We like, we deep into this marvel shit but uh speaking of marvel how do you feel about wandavision wandavision was a hit man we yo this is past the drink podcast we got shy town city girl here we got the brother at the bar um just talking black superheroes just talking about yo if you get a bunch of black geeks in a bar under these current conditions, under beer, like this is how we would talk about our superheroes. Right. Like this is how we would represent for the bl- the brothers and the sisters and and black geekness. But one back to your question, what do I feel about Wandavision? Mm-hmm. Oh man, we got a new yo. Remember Dave Chappelle when it was like the race draft and shit, right. like. Vision became a brother, like the <laughs> black. Com- What's that called, Bashan? Yeah, the, the 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 black community has embraced Vision now. Mm-hmm. Like he's official. The, I think it's the turtleneck. It's the the turtleneck gives us ba- the baby vibes. So like when I saw him, I was thinking of like you Y'all know, did a goddamn shine. <laughs> you know, he's thinking of shine because you know you know he had the turtleneck. So it was that um, one for, scene. All, for anyone not following along, check it out. Go on your phone and go on on Twitter or Google. Look up Vashon. Uh, the vision as a black man, or it's Vashon. That's what's going to be called Vashon. Vashon. That's what they're um, calling him. The urban community, the black community, black has, Twitter shout out has claimed the vision as our own because he has African American clothing. And and now they photoshopped do rags on vision. He has chains, goals, newports and shit. Right, newports. They don't put they don't put micro braids and Wanda's hair. The kids even got. I've not seen Wanda <laughs> with micro braids. Yes, they don't got micro braids. It's it's. Fun. I love Black Twitter because they tear the Marvel universe up. Chris Evans even had to be like, okay, because they was putting all type of braids and nails on Chris Evans. So. <laughs> Yeah, they were gonna get 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 well, one division, but but seriously, as a as a um look seriously as a black geek, um, one division was a hit. It was a hit. Um, as a 40, 40 plus year old black man, it felt good to take see to see um shows I grew up on. Like yo, not you know I remember as a kid going when. Half the shows on TV were black and white and half were color. Right. You know what I'm saying? Those black and white TV shows were in syndication by then. You know, they were syndicated. But, like, the I Love Lucy show yeah. and uh, the Dick Van Dyke. And, like, they had a lot of, sh- like, half of those shows were, like, no, 
three quarters of those shows, those runs were in black and white. And as a kid, they would run those. So just remembering those shows was very nostalgic for me. Um, when I was a kid, I think um, a lot of those shows came on like Nick at Night for me. And so my grandmother was a big like watcher of uh, I Love Lucy and Dick Van Dyke and um, I Dream Bewitch and Bewitch. Yeah, Bewitch. So all of that was like right up my alley immediately when the, when the rest of the internet was like, I don't understand why they're doing it like this. The Brady Bunch. It was like, I was man. in love with all of that because it was like a walk back down of like AMC or uh, what was the one that used to come on, on on regular TV when you didn't have cable. It was like all of those old shows. They used to come on channel 26 or 19. I don't know. We had cable. Uh, yeah. Sorry. We, we, came, we came from the broke house. <laughs> we, we were straight. <laughs> yeah. we, had we had MTV from the <laughs> license downtown, Judy Brown and well, shit. If somebody yeah, and I be on the head cable upstairs, we had cable downstairs. That's right. where we came from. Right. <laughs> no, but like, um, yeah, it was good to be nostalgic on that. And the storyline was fucking great. The, the twist and turns. Man, I just love fucking Ag Agatha. Man, she was the Agatha. It was Agatha all along. Mm -hmm. Like, I had... Man, she killed the oh, fucking dog. Baby, baby, they could have been on the top mm -hmm. iTunes. Y'all could have put a cool beat behind that and give a good video, Agatha all along. I love it. Like, the they went on out for this production to tell this story, and it's much needed because, like I said before, with other stories, like I really now want to go back and look at all of these other stories and look at the director cuts and to see the stories as all of it now because it's like it, the studio. Yeah, what are, are you down. leaving on the fucking cutting room right, floor? What are you? What are you get like? What are like as a consumer? Like like you say, we should be upset. Like, I am upset. Like, I feel like I've spent my money on this. I buy um, Marvel t-shirts. Mm -hmm. We buy fat heads to put on our wall. As a as a couple, we have a part of our home dedicated, dedicated. to Marvel and Star Wars stuff. And um, we have DC stuff in there as well. And this is what the fuck you giving, giving us? us? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like now I want to go back and watch the like Jack we got Snyder cut we have of like matching Batman versus Superman like we yeah. got matching Batman and Super like we're these we're Marvel people but we have like matching these um Batman and Superman cape T shirts and stuff we got Wonder Woman hoodies we we bought all the Dr Pepper with Wonder Woman mm -hmm. cans and stuff so we're supporting your shit and this is what the fuck you give us yeah I I, I just I'm like again. I just really am at this point after seeing Justice League in, in its entirety and seeing all of the great things that were cut out for the, from this movie. I really don't trust Warner Brother at this. Like, Better let's Warner see the Brother. whole Fantastic Four now. Let's see the that's Fox though, right? No, that's yeah, that's Fox. Um, but, but I just wanna, I'm not even gonna get into I the Fantastic the, the whole, Four like, shit. Because, Batman versus Superman. Now. Yeah, like we got to redo the whole. Watching extras and extra scenes and all that Give shit. Give me on the version of Batman oh. versus Superman. All the hours that you put into making it, because I want to see. And all I the bet fucking Suicide Squad was probably better than what, 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 that yes. bullshit they put out too. Probably. Um. What's the other movie that um Maggie did with uh them with the girls, the birds? 
Oh, Birds, Birds of, of Prey. Prey. I didn't even watch that bullshit. I haven't watched that movie because I was scared they were going to do it yeah. just like they did Suicide Squad. And it's a shame because these actors put like... Um, Margie Rob I don't know. Fucking Will Smith's dip. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're going to go well, down. We're bringing that back up. Two Beer Talk. Entanglement. Entanglement. Two Beer Talk. Entanglement. Super, superhero Entanglement. Fucking, yeah, weren't they in the movie together? Yes, were, they were in the movie together. They, they were in several movies together. Was they hidden together while well, in the middle of, yo, this past the drink? I remember she got on, um, I want to say Jimmy Fallon. She was on Jimmy Fallon talking and about they she. Were, they, were, they had played a game, and Mar, uh, Maggie kind of alluded to yeah. that they were fucking around, but, I mean, messing around, I'm sorry. You can say fucking around. <laughs> They were they were fucking around, but um, I don't think it was like confirmed. But Will has been doing his own thing for years. So when well, they're swinging couples like right, us, th- yeah. So, so. It's, it's it's no judgment here because we we live our lives just like they live theirs. But the fact was like they were getting down in the middle. Like I just realized that. And I'm like, yo, that could like, man, what if they would have had a love scene together? That would have been like hot. I think in another movie they they they've been in like several movies. No, I'm together. just saying like what if D but if DC could have known that they could have wrote that out and like yo that's At the insiders. Point, I don't trust DC to put none of the good stuff in because look what we look what we got. Man, so shout out to Harold's eighty three Honey Ale. We are in two beer talk. Shout it out. There we go, right here. And I'm drinking cider because I'm Shy City Cider Girl. Um, so I'm drinking Virtue Cider, the pair. Um, shout out to Virtue. They show me love all the time whenever I post for them. So shout out to Virtue Cider. Beautiful place. Have you seen their their, their uh, farm? The farm is dope. Um, um, coworkers of mine went out there and built, like, these beautiful, like, um, pod homes in mm-hmm. which you can sit and drink beautiful ciders and enjoy the whole michigan experience out there you gotta go out there and check them out yeah check it out check it out but right now we are in downtown we work studio and we're discussing like black nerd shit we passing a drink and we're just discussing like what black nerds or black geeks talk about after having a few beers after seeing a good or a hot movie what's our take on it what um well how do we feel characters got represented in it um were we happy with those representations? Um, I know as a fact that you, um, um, Agatha was our favorite character of WandaVision, but it was so delightful to see Captain Marvel, mm. the uh, the sister girl, the little Spectre. girl, Spectra, grow up and, and come in on her own. And, like, she ain't got it figured out yet. Um, she's um She's growing stronger and she's coming to terms with our powers and stuff, but like it's going to be good on these seat man if season two of WandaVision has ever happened to see where I hope so. What, see where her character goes. I Captain Marvel was a us, good movie too. They left us because I was one of the ones, and I'll be honest, I was one of the ones that was really, really posting for Mephisto. Like I thought Mephisto was coming in. I was doing my um, reviews talking about Mephisto and all this other stuff, and so I was looking for it. I thought Ralph was Mephisto, and then it ended up being just Ralph Boner. And I think that was like left. I think that was bogus because I really believe that they could have put um, the other um, 
uh, what her brother Pietro. Pietro. They could have put Pietro, the Pietro. other Pietro from um, Fox's Pietro, into some sort of role as somebody. Um, I'm also kind of surprised how they ended it because I really thought that this is going to be like a cliffhanger, but they kind of um, left it so where it was like um, a, you, you got some satisfaction out of the ending, even if it wasn't the ending that you wanted. Um, it did leave an open door for uh, the chaos God. It really did. Uh, Cthone. So, at the end, she's sitting in the mountains where she was. She and Pietro was born. Um, she has a cabin there. There are um, the things that Agatha taught her all over the cabin, which are, are like writings and inscriptions for her ruin, her her uh, cabin. And you see that she's sitting there drinking. But on the inside, um, Tommy and Billy are calling out to her from another universe. And she is reading the Book of Darkness, trying to find out her place in everything. And it's kind of like a, 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 a like Easter egg because you see there is somebody who looks like Cthone on the other side of the book. Now, Cthone is the person who created the Chaos book. He also gave Wanda and Pietro their powers um, through Bove, who is seen in the, the uh, I think it's like the second episode, where she is walking through the supermarket and you see there is the Bove milk. That is a shout out to um, who get who birth who brought them into the world, which is like this superhuman hu- being. Um, it was it's such a like there's so many Easter eggs in WandaVision that it goes off of colors, and I love it because it opens up the world to people who did not know these things. Um, it brings them into the world a little bit deeper, and it actually makes you feel for a villain. Like, I'm going to have a really hard time voting for Wanda against Doctor Strange. What? Man, Doctor Strange is I shit. want Wanda to win. Yeah, that's because you fucked up like her, but like... <laughs> <laughs> like... Man, that's why, I, like, I read the comic books, so I knew Agatha was going to be as important as she was. And I was like, I'm just holding it. I'm just holding it because you don't want to be that guy. Like, right. But uh, it was a great run uh, maybe three years ago, um, a written Wanda, uh, I think it was a five-book series, and Agatha was just helping her, like, yo, like, Hey chick, you're like you know you crazy than a motherfucker. I'm here to help you. You know, like, right. and it's like, oh, I know I'm fucked up. Like, no, no, you fucked up, fucked up. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm stopping what I'm doing. I'm taking time out of my day to let you know that um, I'm here to help with your mental health. And um, so that's gonna be huge. I um, think even in the story, they gave kind of a nod to Agatha becoming like that. Like she brought like Wanda through all of her trauma in order yeah, to help her. Yeah, she's like out. really like not like trying to fuck her up like out of spite. It's just like, yo, you are a fucking you are the Scarlet Witch right. motherfucker. Do you know who the hey chick, do you know who the fuck you is and what you are capable of? So I need you to slow down and show me how you're doing this bullshit because you are supposed to be doing Way more goofier shit and capable of doing like of some crazy ass shit. So I need you to realize who you are and what you are, and for I can help you. So that's why I feel Agatha's thing was. 
But her killing the fucking dog, did man, she was some bogus on that oh, shit. Oh, Sparky. I killed the dog, too. <laughs> that was good. That was good because cause I knew she had something to do with it because she was always there when they needed things. Like, okay, y'all needed a rabbit for the magical show. Here she comes with the rabbit. Y'all needed a meal for his his bosses coming over. Here she come with a three piece meal. Like because she was there to help. She's always been there to help. Agatha's always been that was her mo. And until she found out who and what she was dealing with, and then it's still like help. It's just like help fucked up, like fucked up type. Right? Because she just I think the whole time when they were having the big boss battle, she kept saying to Wanda like, "Let me help you. Let me." Take this from you. Let me. You don't know what you're doing. Let me just take this from you. Superhero roles are really good to have, aren't they? Yeah. T.I. lost his job. Are we really going to get into that? T.I. <laughs> yeah. That, Marvel does not play. And I think because of how. Why Why did T.I. Like they, they, they said, what was it? that The okay. role of Dave will not be re-recurring on Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's d- due to all of the allegations that are coming up with T.I. I knew this was a move that Marvel and um, Disney was going to play ever since they got rid of Roseanne for saying what she said. Um, we are entering a, a very, very different um, time where you can't just say everything you want to say. You can't just do everything you want to do. And especially, um, so we lost- shout out to Gina Carlos, who lost her job on Star Wars Mandalorian for just tweeting everything she wanted to tweet. And when Marvel told her, hey, we're trying to make a movie with you. We're trying to do a spinoff with you. You need to chill out. She chose uh, posting virally then her job. So... She Man, lost that. Yeah, Marvel is like, yo, you're going to be down ABC with, with the change. You're going to be down with the change or you're going to shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. They don't, it, it, especially it's at, at, at a place and where it's hard you can't for, it's hard to, these, these, these roles are everything. You know what I'm saying? You can sign your name as being a character for the rest of your life. At these uh, conventions and um, having um, sponsorships and having apparel and mm-hmm. all these. If you're a great comic book character, we, as comic book people, we're going to take care of you. We're going to buy your stuff. We're going to come out and see you. We're going to sign for autographs and shit like that. And for them to give the opportunity to, to us as black, um, as, as black content creators and black actors and black just uh, talented black people, yo, you need to, re- you know, respect that um, opportunity and do right by it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just know you work for a major corporation. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I can say what I want on this podcast or whatever. And, like, they're really nice to me at my job and they love it or whatever. But at the end of the day, I know I work for a major corporation. Mm-hmm. So there's certain stuff that you just like say. five beers in, I'm still not going to say. Mm-hmm. So like they got up on their motherfucking um, uh, privilege and fucking just like, yo, I know I'm five beers in. I'm still going to say this. And like, Man, T.I., man, you just got caught up on some... I don't know what... The, you, you just should have shut the fuck up, dude. I, I, I don't think it's even shut shut up. She sh- shut the fuck up. He should have just shut the fuck point, up. You have to realize that as a celebrity, 
everybody shouldn't have access to you. And we have a lot of celebrities who still want to live like regular people. And I feel like there has to be NDAs once you become, especially when you hit a certain like tax bracket. Once you hit a certain amount of money, and then unicorns we're, we're, are we're, messy. Listen. Like me and me and you know, like yeah, bringing like, a bringing a single unattached, usually young young lady into your your bedroom. It's going to be like it's. You better know what you're dealing with because a lot of times they're going attention, and when you stop giving it to them and stuff like that, they. It's a reason why you call them brats. <laughs> I don't think that was the case with Tia though. I think. Um, oh, he was. You have well, he was a legend. He was, uh, he was allegedly mm-hmm. like you gonna pop this Molly. I'm gonna pop that. Pop that <laughs> you ass. can't come around unless you pop this molly. That's allegedly what was supposed to be going on. Um, pop and the molly, I'm sweating. One Woo! thing about, you know, I, I hate when it comes to like poly couples or swinger couples, um, the bad rap that a lot of them get because folks abuse that when it comes to power, drugs, that type of thing. Um, and that's not really the dynamic of it at all like the perception of what poly and swing couples are we get a bad rap from the folks who just mess up yeah because it's like oh they put us all in a group um but that's thirsty and like we just want to sleep with everything and because we are a poly and a a swinger couple that anything is on the table we see stuff and we'd be like oh i want to just have the sex with that or i want to have sex and that's not the case like we have rules we have like a like conversations that has to happen there are like um boundaries that we have and like ti and them were like um ti and tiny allegedly were um not they were cutting that short like setting that short setting up relationships in that time and short by controlling them these young ladies with money um clout and drugs and influence and, and then you know, it's also reported that a lot of the times tiny didn't even want to participate but she was forced and i think um it's important to say on live and it's important to say on the podcast period that a, when it comes to a lot of a lot of the i want to say stereotypes that comes out of poly couples or swinger couples is like the girl is trying to do it to keep the relationship together or the girl is trying to do it to keep the man. And if that's your approach to that, then it's never going to work. Right. And like, and then guys go into it like, um, like, Oh man, I just, you know, just know, man. Like, cause most guys get into it and be like upset or whatever. Cause they get cut out or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You got to give, like, it is a true relationship. It's going to, like, you know, the ladies have to have their whole relationship together. Then the young lady and the guy's going to have time together. Then that's, like, all three people need to get together. And and not just on some sex shit. Just, like, on some, oh, I had a conversation about them about after work. And, like, oh, I talked to her about... uh, what what her dad's going through or something like that, and yeah, then like and then we all talk together about something else. But hey, this is past the drink podcast. I don't know how this is two beer talk. What up, Patrick Doig? Uh, open outcry. What's up, Rock Island Public House? What's, What's up, go- Loriana Kelly? Loriana Kelly, um, Kia and 
Oriana will be coming out with a podcast soon. We're not going to even drop the name yet. Just pay attention to Shy Town City Girl. We're going to build up that Instagram. It's Shy City Girl. It's Shy City Cider Girl. Shy City Cider Girl. This is Past the Drink Podcast. This is your boy, the brother at the bar. And this episode was amazing. We talked about Black Geeks, where we find out the Zack Snyder cut. Uh, we the drinks that we had today was Outlier by, uh, by Goose Island and Virtue Cider Pear Cider. Man, the the shoes were represented by StockX, where we have Supreme folding chairs in the studio. Jay Rise is getting more Supreme, more Supreme in the studio. This is Past the Drink Podcast. Thank you, Kia. Love you, baby. Love you. Mwah. Mwah.